Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, welcome to Loose Lips. We're back. I'm Sophie Brown. I'm Robin Richford. And yes, we are back. This is where we hang out. We talk about all things that need talking about in your late 20s, early 30s. And hopefully it'll make you feel a little bit less alone. That's kind of what I've figured so far. Yeah. Make people feel like they're in a safe space, comfortable, like they're alone. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I get too cushy though. Like I feel like I forget that like (laughs) you're listening, you know, like, and I'm like, this is a safe space. I'll just air all my dirty laundry. I'm the exact same, but oh well, might not go that far. Well, hopefully it does. Yeah, hopefully it does. It's more fun that way, isn't it? How's your week been, Soph? Um, It's been good. It's been good. What have I been up to this week? Travel down to London again. Um, <laughs> this is all Sophie says. <laughs> this is all Sophie says. I may, yeah, I do admit she, all this. She arrived today. <laughs> she arrived today at the studio, right? She goes from Manchester to London for the studio. And I'm like, you're right, Sophie. She's like, yeah, it's far, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sophie, same distance as before. <laughs> yeah, but I think just because sometimes I'll do it as part of like a trip or a part of a work thing when it's all in one day. It's quite a lot. That's all. Lesson hun. Came from Glasgow. I went. Well, yeah, well, that's on you for relocating <laughs> and getting a new job and being successful. Damn you. <laughs> Damn you. Do you know uh, what? That actually sounds a bit like um, me and my friend always say the thing of like, that sounds like a you problem. I always say that. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds like a them problem. Like it's. Yeah, it's a bit like, you know, mm. you moved so tough, you know. Yeah. Is, that yeah. How, is that how you feel about me, so? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I mean, we're going to do, we're going to do some in the studio and we're going to do some over Zoom now. Yeah, so, we are. See how it goes. Yeah, but we're we're definitely gonna um, catch up because it's more fun that way, isn't it? We've just had a barbecue, so we're like, Bleh. yeah, yeah, that was unreal. It In was between unreal. Uh, recording an episode, we were told there was barbecue food outside. <gasps> we've just literally chomped down on a burger. Yeah, we have. And then Soph goes to me, "Are you a vegetarian?" <laughs> I I don't. I feel like the only time I feel like maybe I know this is when we went to Gales, and I think you said like the sausage roll is good, but you've not had it or something. I feel like because I got yeah, one, that is or like I would it's say. No, or like it's known for that, but yeah, that's the only thing I can remember. Where mm. you probably have told me, I probably might. Have just I, I probably not. Do you know why? Because I'm like deliberately not. I'm just deliberately not one of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> How are you doing that you're a vegetarian? Because you know, <laughs> I know the judgment that follows. Uh, no, because I just feel you know that thing of like, how do you know they're vegan? Because they're going to tell you. Oh yeah, that's yeah, because they'll tell yeah, yeah, exactly. So I like actually don't really tell people, and also I eat fish. So like, if I'm out with someone and like I don't have to tell anyone because I just pick the fish you know mm. and that was a whole other thing because when I say I don't eat meat but I eat fish people are like so you're a pescatarian and I'm like no it just sounds so wanky don't you think 
It does a bit. Like, there's all these different names. Like, a, what's flexitarian? Do you know and, what I mean? I mean, yeah. I just, I'm like, you just don't want to be that gal at the dinner party. Like, oh, I'm pescatarian. Mm-hmm. Is it for the animals? Is it for the planet? Is it for, what, is it just you've done it all your life? Do you know what? I really want to say it's for the animals. Like, I really want to say that. I really want to be a stand-up citizen and just be like, mm. yeah, I'm doing this for the animals. I'm not, though. <laughs> <laughs> basically, what happened was, is like, it was actually, gosh, it was a few years ago now. And basically, my partner went on tour. So he went on like a like a world tour thing. And he was away for like a year or something. And when he left, and I was just cooking for me, oh. I realized that I was buying meat in every week. Because that's just what you do. It's your food shop. Mm. And I was just binning it. Like I wasn't cooking it. And I never yeah. really fancied it. And so then I was like, oh, I'm just going to stop buying it. Because one, it was a waste of money. Yeah. And two, I just have this thing where I hate binning food. Like, I just mm. think it's so bad. And yeah, so I was like, just stopped buying it. And then when I was going out for dinner with like my friends and stuff, I would like get meat because I felt like I should because I'm out for dinner. And then I was like, I just don't fancy it. And yeah. I just really went off it. And then I saw like, an, like a, I guess like a, a welcomed kind of outcome of that, where I always had really bad skin, like really bad acne. And then when I stopped eating meat and I cut back on dairy, my skin cleared up. Wow. That's mad, isn't it? My old boss said that when he stopped eating meat, his dyslexia went away. What the fuck? Yes. No, it didn't. Uh, He's on another (laughs) fucking planet. He stopped eating meat, so his dyslexia went away. Yeah. Well, no. As someone that's dyslexic, I can tell you, I still can't spell a fucking thing. (laughs) Not one thing. I think he used to say things for effect. And I think that was probably one of them. Mm. Yeah, I would have thought so. Mm. I mean, do you know what? There might be a science behind it. I was quite surprised about the skin thing, though. But apparently it's because of, like, the, the meat and stuff nowadays. It's not mm. actually not the meat, I don't think. I think it's, like, oh. the the pres- like the stuff they preserve it with. Yeah, and what, and what they're, yes, like, they, and they give them, um like... Like hormones. Yes, hormones, yes. yeah. So then you're essentially eating that. Eating the hormones. I, I would, I have, my brother always says a good point, which is that, like, the government should just make it legal. Like, you have to be vegan or you have, like... It, so then you don't have a choice and then you just have to do it. Yeah. Because it, if it's if it's like that damaging, which it is, and we all just continue to kind of like feed into it. I always say as well, I should really go to the butcher and buy meat. Yeah. See, I think if, it, I, I know this sounds really weird and other people are like kind of the complete opposite, but I think, see, if I was like, if it was like a farm mm. and you know what I mean? And they brought the animals up and then I would think I, I would be able to eat them easier which yeah weirdly other people feel like they need that disconnect right they need to like look at chicken and not look like a chicken because mm. they don't want that connection but i weirdly think i would find it easier i i i do yeah because the thing is as well i'm so bad like i've seen all these documentaries you know the ones where like people are like it made me vegan and it puts me off for like 10 minutes and then i don't know i can just like kind of it doesn't i mean it, yeah Oh, I know what you mean. Like the ones where you can kind of see all that happening. Yeah, and, stuff. and that's yeah. I, mean, I don't that, really get that. Maybe that's a reflection on me. But I know a lot of people are like. <laughs> oh, that, it is like, absolutely a reflection on you. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I should, I should probably. I went vegan once for three weeks. That doesn't sound like a long time, but I didn't do any. That this is was years lot. ago, and I didn't do any substitutes. So I was literally like making like vegan sushi and like sweet potato curry from scratch and stuff. And it was just, it was, it was a lot. It is a lot. That's so. why I realized I, that's why I introduced fish again. Cause I didn't actually eat fish and I honestly had zero energy because I didn't educate myself. So I was just eating carbs yeah. and cheese. And also I put on so much weight when I went veggie, like so much weight. 
because I was like the chicken girl. Like I would have, if it didn't have chicken in it. chicken girl. (laughs) Honestly, if it didn't have chicken in it, it wasn't a dinner. Yeah. Like they had a whole, like at college, that was a whole thing. Like Robin needs chicken and like, Mm. she can't function without it. So like, I used to just have chicken and veg and like, you know, it was healthy. Mm. And then when I kind of went off it, I then just found myself eating like carbs and like, when yeah. going out for dinner like the vegetarian options always like mac and cheese yeah and it's just like heavy. i n- never eat that before do you know yeah. what i mean see my my dad is very he's very traditional and like he you know a, a meal is not a meal without meat in it like yeah. my mum can't really cook vegetarian dishes at home because she would she would god she she wouldn't really eat meat she'd probably just fish <laughs> but my dad like you know he loves meat and that's that's the main part of the meal and if it's not there then he's like you know where's the rest of it but <laughs> that is literally my family yeah it's literally my family like my dad like christmas dinner is a whole fa- it's a, it's just a whole faff <laughs> like it's a whole conversation uh, for weeks leading up what do you want for christmas dinner dad just make me the exact same christmas dinner as everyone else yeah but i'll just have salmon no 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 you can't have that so he goes and buys me all these like oh. vegetarian tarts and oh. like stuff i just never eat yeah. like i never eat it and then he has it all in the freezer now like all these little falafel balls and shit <laughs> he's, he's prepared ready for you to come home you yeah, think i, I yeah yeah, my mum would be so okay if I was vegetarian. I mean, my, my da- I don't live at home anyway, but like... It's when you go there. That's the thing. Like when mm. I used to go like... Or my dad thinks I'm like kind of hippie. He says that I like howl at the moon. He's <laughs> uh, like, oh, there she goes howling at the moon again. <laughs> aw. Um, so yeah, so that's why he just thinks that it's just part and parcel of my hippie yeah. uh, cosmopolitan so London behavior, behavior, you know. <laughs> Little hippie socialite yeah literally yeah. he's yeah. just like oh it's because she's lived in london they've <laughs> yeah. corrupted her they've corrupted her she's no longer scottish uh, you're gonna come and visit and i'm just gonna be sat there with my spag ball my pint of tenants oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> actually they actually do have a new um light beer i've never drank beer until i tried that beer and i was like which oh. beer tenants beer oh, scottish i'm not yeah i'm not a beer drinker no, I'm not. But then I tried this and I was like, oh, it's actually really nice. I was quite surprised. I had a pale ale recently. Did I? It was in a can by Seven Brothers. And it was really nice. Really nice. And I was like... Surprising. Yeah. Because it doesn't have that like tangy aftertaste. That's what I always associate with beer. It was really... Li- it, this one was like... Re- it was really light. Mm. Like it was It was nice. I, I, I drank beer when... So at my old company on a Friday, we'd have Friday beers at 4.30. Mm-hmm. It was just that. It was either like really not very nice wine or, or bottles of beer, but they were really nice and cold. Yeah. And I was like, so that's when I thought... And I can't like... The idea of a pint sounds nice, but yes. that's too much liquid. And like no, the first few sips will be all right. But I couldn't, how do men, I say men and women drink like pint after pint after pint. I know it's a lot of the liquid, isn't it? A lot. And your stomach. Have you ever tried Guinness? Um, well, I, I was in Ireland recently for a Hindu. Oi, oi. Um, and I'm pretty crazy. Pretty uh, crazy. <laughs> it was actually on St. Patrick's Day. Um, it was amazing in Galway. Um, but I had. Oh wait, like the song? Yeah. Oh my god. They they like hate that there. So Do they? we all like I love that they, song. They started to play it at, at one point. We were like, yes. yes. And then they just cut it into <gasps> something else. And I was like, oh. I love that song. Sad times. I How love it. Go again. Do... Go oh, I can't <laughs> sing. Go away, girl. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. well, do you know what? It just makes me feel like I'm stepping into like the Celtic Irish yeah. world. But I'm bet it's like stereotypical, maybe. Well, I think so. Um, but yeah, I had a sip 
oh Guinness. I had a taste of one. I didn't have my own. Not nice. It was like a picture I uploaded with the Guinness and I was like, I didn't drink that. <laughs> I, had, didn't. I tried it though I did try it get on over to the gram and it looks like she drank the whole thing <laughs> it was I mean it's not it's not awful it's just not I, I wouldn't then go and get another one or choose to have it that's all no I know what you mean I have um I've done the the shots of baby Guinness oh my god yeah baby Guinness is delightful but it's not actually Guinness did you know that yes <laughs> did I didn't in, know that I did in fact know that how, how, have you not had them very long or just when you found out no, like I've just been drinking them thinking it's a little glass of Guinness. No, you have not. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's no. not though. It's just because it looks like one. It's Tia Maria and Bailey's. Yeah, well, so I know you... that now. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Well, I know that it's not. I, all I know is it's not You've never seen Guinness. them making it though when they pour it like over a spoon. Did you think, hmm, how have they done that with Guinness? That's a really good point, actually. Yeah, you obviously weren't paying attention. No, by the time the baby Guinnesses are coming out, hon, I cannot see anything. They're fantastic. They're, they're, they they're, are fantastic. They, are. They, go, they go down like a dream. They are honestly the best. Yeah. So for ages, I was like, yeah, I like Guinness. And I don't. Baby Guinness. I like baby Guinness. As long as it's in a small glass, I'll drink yeah. it is what I thought. Mini anything is nicer though. It's so true. It's like cuter and just It's just better. cute. It's so true. I even love mini toiletries, you know. I love miniature anything. <laughs> you know, like they call it, what do they call it? There's a name for it because they do it on purpose. Like say you're in a cosmetic store or anything yeah. and near the till, they've got all the little miniatures. Like if you're if you're in America and you're at Sephora and like by the till, oh, there's like stop. baskets of, and I want it all. I want it all. Do you know, I have the teeniest little bottle of Marc Jacobs perfume, <gasps> but I mean, oh, it's we probably- both got it. Oh my God. You were there. It's so cute. It is so cute. It's uh, like half the size of my finger. Mm. Probably smaller. And it's and it's full on glass and everything. So yeah. it's like a proper I oh, I love little stuff like that. Little so uh, little cute. mini um alcohol bottles, but like the nice ones and the little yeah. I love it. I love a miniature mate. Miniature everything. <laughs> Should we get on to the topic then? Yeah. We're talking <laughs> <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Miniatures. We're talking about miniatures. <laughs> Today's topic is miniatures and baby Guinness. <laughs> No, we're actually talking about friendship today. Mm. And this one has come up because you might have remembered from a previous episode, I am moving or, you know, in the process of uh, hybrid living. I made that. Oh, wow. I, I, made, I made that term up. <laughs> I love is that it. a thing? It is now. Where you live? Hybrid <laughs> living. Oh, my. She made a new phrase out. I love that. It's cool, isn't it? So it's basically where I'm going to live in two places and pay an extortionate amount of money in order to do so. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. It's not It's not the best plan I've ever had in my life, but it is my current reality. And I am going to have a base in Glasgow and I do need to find some friends. So that's where we were like, let's talk about friendships. Yeah. Because friendships in your late 20s, early 30s are so difficult to navigate. Yeah. Because I think when everyone gets to this age, they have those solid friends that they've had for years. So whether they met them at uni or school and you forget that actually through through your early 20s and like late teens, that actually you are building like building blocks of a friendship, right? And then, yeah. but so, so sometimes when I meet people now, I go, gosh, it's so surface. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And so then I'm like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want that. So then I don't actually invest the time. But actually, yeah. if I thought about it, all, all the drama, you know, going through, you know, uh, whether it's breaking up with people in your early 20s and calling your friend because you're upset, like all those are building blocks and you yeah. don't see that at the time. Yeah. But then actually 
when you kind of get to this age then you know they've turned into like solid solid friendships Mm. so then i think there's that there's that area of comparison right of being like do i want you know another friend in my life that's like if it's not that yeah i think that's i think that's so true and i think that i'm the type of person that like and i do this like relationships as well so like both romantic and like friendships if I meet someone and I like, I, like I like them, I'll in, I'll invest a lot of time in it, yeah. and like I'll put loads of effort in it. And I've done that at, like recently with friendships, like over the last few years. And like you, I've I've not got it back. And like mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of shit sometimes because you're like investing that time and you think oh they're going to be like a good friend, and then they just don't don't give you that kind of like that same thing back. But I think it's just when we're older, I don't know. I think it is. I think it's harder to make friends yeah because, it's harder i think and then like the friends i've already got like my really old friends a lot of them are like i, I feel like a lot of our priorities are different because yeah. like i'm single and i have a lot of friends and relationships i think it depends it differs friendship group to friendship group and that kind of thing but like that can mean that although we're like you know great friends our priorities yeah are, are different and also that kind of like day-to-day life can be you know almost like opposite you know what I mean so yeah. then that's tricky isn't it because you have this solid friendship and it's someone you absolutely can rely on in times of need but then you don't necessarily have that much in common anymore yes I I think that's such a good point like when you yeah when you grow like when you're at school you're all doing the same thing you know you've got the same friends like all the same things are happening but when you're like 10 years on from that yeah it's com- it's completely like I have friends where we don't really have anything. I'd still love them, but like we don't have anything in common anymore. No, I know. There's a, someone actually once said to me, which I actually thought was a really good thing where they said, you know, you don't need to get everything from one person. Yeah. Like, you know, you can have your friends that are like brilliant on a night out, but are a bit crap when crisis, you know, comes yes. in or the ones that you ring, you know, when you have like deep conversations with like... I've got a friend I used to um, dance on the cruise ships and I've got a friend that like just through the years we've like built this kind of friendship where you know we actually talk quite like deep like we only see each other maybe like twice a year but like I feel that kind of like deep connection with her Mm. which is which is I guess slightly unusual but like we were saying just like the last time we saw each other but gosh we've never actually been on a night out really yeah yeah because it's almost as if we both go to each other as that kind of friend yeah and so it's like, yeah, I do, it's really interesting how different friendships can come. But I think if you give it time, mm, meeting, yeah. me, meeting people in your late 20s, I think it's just that expectation, like you say, of I've invested so much like, and I need it back. Mm. Like, But I wonder if you just kind of go with the flow more. Not yeah. you, but one goes with <laughs> yeah. the flow more. No, I think, I think you're right to be fair. And also because people do have their really close friends mm. some people just like don't necessarily have the time or all the space for like new friends and it's not because they don't want that it's just because they're already very busy in their lives mm-hmm. so it's kind of like trying to tackle it's really difficult and it's difficult knowing how to split your time because you you want to keep those friendships that you've had for years but sometimes they're not the healthiest to keep and you're putting your time and effort into it whereas actually you could probably make space for like some new friendships that bring something different to the table yeah that you're maybe more aligned with yeah yeah for sure Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. 
This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week, we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine, and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone, no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. I went through a period when I moved to London. I left, um, you know, left everything, you know, at home. And there's been some friends from school that have kind of gone on through that journey with me. But I remember having that transition period and it was much easier because you're in your early 20s but or teens, late teens. But you, I remember having that transition period, exactly what you say is where I was kind of a bit like, I'm actually going to have to like it was getting to a point where I was making like so much effort to hold on to these friends I had at home yeah. and I also think there was a bit of pride in that as well in the sense of like I don't want to be like I've moved away and now we're not friends yes yeah and so but then actually without letting go of them I would never have now got the friends that I currently have who are you know my best friends as well so uh, yeah I just think you're right you almost have to like I guess allow space for people to come in yeah yeah as you get older and you have maybe less in common with some of your old friends you 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 sometimes need yeah like a fresh perspective on things or like like when I don't know just just sometimes you need people in your life as well like they say what do they say you you are like the five people you surround yourself with yeah you're the average of the five people yeah that's wild yeah if I think about that too much Mm. it stresses me out it's a lot that but it is it is so true and I I do think like when you go through periods of your life like say things aren't fully going your way or you're having a bit of a bad time it makes the difference like who your who your friends are at that point like a hundred percent hundred percent because it also either you know takes you off track or keeps you on track yeah because you you can't help it like we're like I think it's like an actual nature thing you know is it apparently yeah Mm. like that we want to belong to a tribe right yeah you want to be a part of something mm-hmm. and you want to be like you know in it like integrated into a friendship group you don't want to be like the outsider or that you know do you know what i mean yeah absolutely I think that's so true but you are right it'll impact your decision making you know i i always used to think that about um more ex-boyfriends to be fair but like if they had their best mate was an absolute douchebag mm. i never thought that was a good idea because you yeah. know that like the minute you have a little argument they're gonna be like get rid of her and it's like that's not a good influence that's so true that is so true also that's such a good point as well because obviously when you like vent to like friends or, or even family like about a, a partner mm. obviously the way that you speak about them, or even if it's about a friend, the way that you speak about them is the only thing that like they're, they're going to hear. So that's the opinion that they're going to have. So if you feed them, obviously, just all negativity and they themselves are just a bit like, yeah, get rid. You can you can end up, I mean, people get convinced to, yeah, like leave partners and stuff like yeah. that or cut friendships or make really bad decisions because like a friend has been like, yeah, do that, even yeah. though it's not what you would have done absolutely and it's really interesting and also a good friend tells you what you don't want to hear yeah I have been there like my best friends is you know we should which we kind of have this unwritten kind of rule we've actually never said it to each other but we kind of have this thing where like you know and you know in public we will always be like supporting each other and then when we're in private you know we kind of say to each other that wasn't a great idea you know what I mean like maybe you shouldn't have done that or I actually think you need to take a step back and think about how you've treated them Mm, or you know what I mean like and that's when you know you've got a good friend that will tell you there isn't a yes person you know that isn't just going to be like Mm. yes absolutely dump them yeah like I know when I've gone through tough times and you know my relationships 
having a friend that goes hang on in there you've yeah. got a lot of stress at work at the minute yeah like there's loads of other factors that are influencing this just hang on in there just for a little month and see how you feel like yeah. those are the ones that you know that are like the good friends mm, yeah no i am um, i've seen how much sugar's in that drink so there's <laughs> <laughs> 20 grams of sugar in this oh my god right so that's what i was looking for because i have been hunting. i haven't drunk it all I've been hunting this office for sugar today, haven't not, I? Yeah, there's a, it's a no sugar office. It's a no it's a no sugar office. When we came into the <laughs> studio today, so whacked out that I won't say what it is. No. A caf- a high caffeine drink. A high caffeine drink that has a lot of sugar. Which is naughty of me anyway. I don't recommend these. No, I know, but they are yummy. And mm. they're really great if you need a little pick me up. So I said, Okay, well, if we're not gonna do vodka today, <laughs> I'm gonna go find sugar and I ran around this office and everything I mean we have this amazing big smeg fridge outside the studio we've got all these supplies we just mm. had a barbecue no sugar no sugar sugar free zone I'm not up for that no but you've well, got all the sugar you've got I've enough got sugar enough sh- for everyone literally fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh well I think I needed it to be fair when it comes to friendships you should share your sugar so yeah well, you go, do you want some <laughs> I've probably spat in it <laughs> Yum! Now, yeah, now we're bonding. <laughs> <laughs> now we're on a completely different yeah. level. Sorry. Um, back to back to the program though. Apologies. That's my um. Well, I say that's my ADHD, but genuinely, I get so distracted sometimes. That's all right. Like I'm like, it was the is looking your eyes. I thought, what's she gonna say? <laughs> could be anything. It could be. This is what I love about you. I love it so much. This is literally my favorite thing about soap. Is that I'm like, I look in her eyes and I'm like. What is she gonna say? Who knows? Honestly, I don't know what she's gonna say. And sometimes I look and I'm like, she's she's on the same wavelength as me when I'm chatting away and I'm t- whatever I'm saying. And then she just comes out and she's like, oh, she does this thing where she goes, oh, oh, <laughs> and then she just does they're silent for a bit, and then she's like, yeah, oh. okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, come on, we we can't agree on everything. That would that would be. No, it's great you know. that we don't, but it's really funny because yeah. when I think you're going to agree, you don't. And then when I don't think you're going to agree, you do. Oh, so keep I can't you on your toes. You. <laughs> it's, it's a mystery. We should talk about our friendship, actually. Yeah. It's really interesting that you can actually meet people through like work or whatever it is you're doing. And yeah, it kind mm. of can, I guess, blossom. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's... <laughs> She's like... <laughs> This is this, this is, is the moment is where she doesn't agree. <laughs> no, this no, is the moment she's like, I absolutely hate her. <laughs> when uh, does this recording I'm finish? I'm signed. I'm signed into a contract, unfortunately, <laughs> so I can't leave. No, I I think you're right, and I do think though that's the, like the beauty of especially like friendships as you get older, mm. because you know what you want from a friendship. You you know you don't want it to be drained because you do meet people where they really drain you, and it's why just, is that? It's so weird, isn't it? Oh, I've I've had friendships like that, and it's it's so like number one there's just never any space for you so if you ever have an issue they somehow either turn it on themselves or they're just not interested in listening when you've listened to their issues for hours on end do you think that's what it is yeah and i just it's it's like it's just those type of people as well that just like dwell on the past all the time and it's Mm -hmm. like we're trying to move forward not backwards and like don't get me wrong i love a bit of a gossip and it's you know a chat and whatever but not like not like that when it's just yeah it is literally emotionally draining it's so weird so i had a friend where they didn't like like you say you can kind of notice those things but like if i walked away Mm. this is how i can explain it if i walked away from that conversation and i told someone else what they said 
honest to God, yeah. I wouldn't be able to justify that there was anything wrong with what they said. But for some reason, yeah. I walked away drained. Yeah. That is the kind of friendships I can't get my head around where I'm like, they technically did nothing wrong. And mm. yet I, I, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And it's so strange that some people, but I guess it's just a marrying of energies. There she goes, happy again, oh. howling at the moon. But I wonder if it is like, I kind of like, some people you just you know when you go oh I just vibe with them you don't know mm. why yeah yeah going back to you and I, I I do I do think we do vibe we do just get on it's not difficult we're not trying to like force anything no it's not like it's it's nice and I think that friendships like that are important yeah when you're in your late 20s because you are you, you're busy and you're doing this that the other and you just want people that are supportive you can have a laugh with like that they don't drain your energy and like you know we don't get to see each other all the time but like when we do it's like you know yeah it's, it's always great. fun yeah. yeah and I always walk away and I'm like I'm energized from it woo <laughs> woo I'm like yes <laughs> take on the world <laughs> I was like, oh, Robin, why you got spring? And you said, oh, I just saw Sophie in her caffeinated drink. Oh, yeah. I mean, what a, I mean, that is uh, a sort of a, co- I feel like my lips, sorry. I'm at it again. My lips are really dry and I don't know why. I hate dry lips. This girl, honest to God, if <sighs> I can keep her on track for one full episode, it'll be an absolute <laughs> miracle. Honestly. <laughs> That's kind of what I love, though. That is what I love. It's so fun. What was I going to say? Right. Who knows? Sophie, I do not know. We've just realised I cannot read you at all. I'm (laughs) I'm getting better. I'm getting better. No, I was going to say, I tell you what, that is such a good compliment from from a friendship in the way of if someone makes you feel good when you spend time with them. And I love those type of you know friendships where you do come away from it and that's what you know who really we should surround ourselves with but I think it's so hard to let friendships go like you said if you move to another city and you're just fighting hard to keep that friendship alive and you don't you don't want to let it go or you just outgrow each other and you have different priorities Mm -hmm. or like they're just not good for you as a friend like it can be so hard to then be like how do you sort of cut that person out your life but without you know, it's, it's it's difficult. How do you cut a friend out? It's so hard. I went through that in my mm. er, mid, mid-20s probably, where I had a friend that I was like, this has actually got to a point where it's not healthy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's actually got to a point where it's like, it's actually consuming my thoughts, you know? And I was just like, this needs to change. Like, because I, but how do you do that? You don't. I think the best, the best advice I would give in that situation is to slowly distance yourself. I, that's what I was going to say. Just start, yeah, not not texting, not reaching out yourself. Not reaching out. But also as well, I think like if they text, it's like, you know, well, I don't mm. know. Some people would actually disagree with that. Some people would say you have to be open and honest and just be like, listen, but I... I think if you've tried Mm. that, like I had tried that where I'd gone like, I'd kind of like got to a point where I was like, listen, this has really pissed me off. Yeah. And like where where we just were not aligned in values, it, you know, we're always just kind of coming up against barriers because we weren't aligned. And like what I thought was okay was not what she thought was okay and vice versa. So it was just like, it just got to a point where we were just like, that like, it was a shame because we actually enjoyed each other's company. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But then actually years later, you know, we both grew up and like, yeah, we're, we're back being friends again, which is actually so lovely. Yeah. And it's really weird because we had such a deep, deep friendship. Like it was a deep kind of, mm. I don't want to say connection. That sounds a bit much, doesn't it? I do feel like those kind of like, 
best friends that are almost like soulmate best friend like that connection you have it's it's like it's a very deep connection like you can share so much of your oh life my God, with them. Yeah. it's like they say don't they like um some people like obviously yeah your soulmate doesn't necessarily have to be like your partner it can also be like a best friend absolutely it's because it's it is and that's why sometimes when those break down like i had a friend when i moved to manchester i had to make friends i didn't know anyone like found a girl on spare room to live with like i didn't know anyone so my job was where like all my friends were it's a very sociable company to its detriment sometimes like we did stuff all the time go out in the week like at the weekend like those were my friends and I had like a super close best friend I mean like we did everything together and we had like a real connection and like we got on so well yeah you know and then I feel like this happens a lot but then she started dating a guy got, got a boyfriend and that was it like she literally just deserted me and not even like it just her, yeah, and her communication and everything was just, and it re- I was so upset about it. I, was, I think I was that's like, such I was, a common thing. I was devastated. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really was. I've cried over friends. No, okay, not more. But I have. <laughs> <laughs> but there has been times that I've like, you know, like parted ways with a friend and it's hurt me way more than any boyfriend. Yeah, it's, it's horrible because you do, you spend, you know, so much time with that person and almost like a safe space where you just have fun and whatever and then for them just not to be there and it makes you feel just really lonely absolutely and also as well especially if you feel like you know you've kind of built like you say kind of invested all that time and like you've built that friendship up and then to kind of start again is hard I think the key really is to have kind of as many different types of friends as you can yeah that's kind of what I'm figuring out like the older I get the more I'm like actually you know it's okay to have you know friends that you only see twice a year yeah but every time you see them you love it you know and it's kind of okay and nothing kind of changes if they're the right kind of person but I find that there's been friends I've had in my life that I've been friends with for years that I then realized that when our lives went in different directions they were actually just circumstantial friends yeah yeah and actually we're not aligned you know with what Mm. I don't want to say morally that's not right it's not like one's a murderer and one's not yeah guess who the murderer is <laughs> no i'm joking but i do think like it's it's that kind of like yeah moral compass i guess yeah what you think is okay and what what they think is okay can be so different and what you value in life and like the older you get the more i think that comes out jewelry isn't a gift you give just once It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No, 100%. Um, I was on a, I was a guest on a podcast and it was this, um, she's an amazing woman. She like, she does a lot of sort of coaching and she does, you know, manifestation and all of that, which I do a tiny bit. Like there are affirmations I'll say to myself or I'll write stuff down. That's what I do. Like if I, it's a goal or a, something, I'll write, I'll write it down. So it's like on paper. Yeah. But we were talking about like relationships and stuff. And she, and she said like, you shouldn't be like afraid of people coming into your life or like push them away because because they, they, she would say every person does have a, like a reason for like mm-hmm. coming into your life. So it's like a lesson. So even if they come into your life and then they sort of do just go back out again, like everybody does have a reason. And I think there's certain friendships where they are just, yeah, circumstantial or you just need that person at that time. Yeah. And then they're like a fleeting visit and then they just sort of leave your life. I know, it's weird that though, it isn't is. it? Like imagine... Nice way to think about it though. Yeah, like more of a... Because it's more of a positive thing then because it's like, right, I've kind of learnt my lesson or whatever. Because even if it is is like a damaging friendship, you, you learn from that because you're like, I, I won't do that again. But it's crazy to think like all the people that come and, come and go in our lives. That's deep, like, but it's true, isn't it? Yeah, and like friendships and how... That's crazy. It's crazy to think, yeah, that actually... This is where I find decision making like you know if you thought about it too much you would be paralyzed into doing nothing because i yeah. do think i always think about life and be like gosh if i had made that one oh, decision differently Oof. yeah life could be completely different i know for better or worse you know? know like and that's quite scary isn't it but i do think what's quite freeing is like no decisions forever so like for instance if you have got a friendship and you've backed off because you're just like this isn't right you know and like it's consuming so much of your time and energy mm. and you're drained that actually doesn't necessarily mean it's forever yeah and i have kind of learned that sometimes it is forever and it's rightly so but sometimes it's actually not because you both oh my god did you hear that yeah i did what was that <laughs> it came out my mouth <laughs> <laughs> but i think sometimes you like both go away and you mature and you come back and like then you are more aligned or yeah but i do i don't love at this age where there is a certain thing with friendship that I kind of have noticed like so a lot of my friends get married having kids I don't really appreciate that it's like oh if you're not doing that then you don't have much value in the conversation I don't know Mm. if you've ever felt that yes but I have felt that a little bit in like the kind of like late 20s like not judged but slightly judged for the way I live my life because it's not necessarily the way that you know is the typical way but in my opinion maybe I'm just I don't know, in my own little world, but I don't think there is a typical way to live your life. I yeah. just think everyone does it at completely different times and that's okay. But my opinion is still valid and I can still be part of the conversation just because I've not, you know, I don't know what a bugaboo pram is. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I can't be a good friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, I, do you know, that's so true. And I, I feel like that and I go through that a lot because I'm based in Manchester. Like I live this city life, like I'm single, like I like to have fun. Like I, you know, I do all of that and I've got a lot of friends at home that are very settled and I do feel judged like sometimes by them and I don't know whether they mean to no I don't think anyone does to be fair it's just in different positions and like you know good for them and and I'm pleased that they're happy and settled down and that's their life but like 
I like my life as well. Like that's what I enjoy. Like we shouldn't then say anyone else, you know, or like it should just be, yeah, everybody does things at different times. Everybody wants different things. Like I want to, you know, settle down, have family, all of that. But, you know, where I am right now is not that. I think you're right. And I do understand like um, my best friend's pregnant at the minute and she even said to me like, oh, you know, I want to go and find some mum friends that are going to, you know, Mm. absolutely, totally understand that because you're like, you need to have someone that's kind of going through the same things and, you know, what are those kind of questions that you ask people? And I'm quite similar. I want to, you know, be friends with people in the industry that I'm, that are kind of similar to me and that maybe are taking a bit longer to have kids and get married and do all of those things. So I do get that, like there can be kind of circumstantial things, but I do think it is important to not just kind of dismiss it and and the other way around like just because that I you know like to do career stuff or whatever I like to do not dismissing someone because they want to have four kids yeah. do you know what I mean yeah no I know I think that's where it comes into the fact that these friends that you know are from school or whatever that you've had a really long time like you, you are all going to do life at different times and different like speeds and things mm. and I think that sometimes that can come in the way not come in the way of the, the friendship a bit but I think that is just part of growing up to be honest like you know I've got really close school friends that will always be friends but we just we're just very different in where we're at in our lives and that's fine yeah but it absolutely. just means that it's like when I've had friends like then they've just bought a house and they've been renovating it and then like I'll meet up with them and it'll be like two couples and they've just both bought the house and renovating and they would literally talk about like every detail of that. Magnolia pin. And I'm like, I'm so, you know, proud of you all for for doing that but it's like, it's almost like it just turn, turns into the whole lives at that point and all their conversations. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So you're doing that judging thing you were talking about. Well, no, I mean, if I'm sat, no, but like, I mean, if I'm in that conversation and I'm sat there and I'm a bit like, I just don't really relate to this. That's well, it's all. hard, isn't it? And yeah. I think that's why it's important to have like, like you say, like people that mm. you kind of like reach to every now and then for certain things. Yeah. But I do think there is something about a friendship in your late 20s when it's a solid friendship that actually, you know, without sounding too cringe is actually so beautiful. Like it's yeah. actually so nice when you have oh, someone. Yeah that you're like they just get me yeah there's yeah. nothing better than that I don't think no I think I think uh, yeah I think you're right because it's so important to have those people like when you find a friend and you really really get this is why I said about the whole sometimes it's like I'm a bit sad because I'll think oh my god like I have really high hopes for a friendship and it just doesn't like it doesn't <laughs> progress and we don't do not like <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I know you, mean. you know but then I'll get I'll or I'll meet someone and like it's so nice, yeah, when you find someone that you really click with and you're like, oh, this is the type of person that I need in my life. Absolutely. Mm. I've got um, who I would, you know, say, you know, is my best friend and we've kind of like turned into best friends through the years. Like we kind of mm. didn't necessarily start like that. Well, you never do, do you? But, you know, like we were kind of closer to other people and then it's kind of like gone on and we always say like, gosh, we're actually really lucky because mm. not everyone has that. Yeah. And I, you know, you can kind of, I never take her for granted, but I do think gosh we are so lucky that that we have that I have someone that I trust more than even my own opinion sometimes you know like and it's to have that is actually you know so lucky and so rare but something I will say about friendships is people assume that friendships don't take work and they absolutely take work yeah 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 I'm at 100% so me and my like best friend another Sophie we argue (laughs) we argue sometimes like we argue a lot it's like we're sisters but like you you go through that because you're you're so close and like Mm -hmm. you you have to kind of go through those things to kind of like 
yeah you can't you can't just sort of like walk away from a friendship it's just kind of how it works it's like like it's like a normal relationship you have ups and downs and stuff but it's it's whether it's kind of like worth you know fighting for that yeah absolutely and also as well like just showing up for them like has Mm. so much value that i think people just completely dismiss like we used to say like you know people would come in and be like oh my gosh like you know the friendship that you two have is you know so great and i'm like yeah but because I mean, we have a lot in common. We absolutely do have, a, in terms of values, we, our lives are completely different. Yeah. She's married, she's pregnant, she's bought the house, she's mm. decorating, you know what I mean? Like yeah. our lives are actually really different, but because our values are so aligned, mm. then it kind of it kind of works. But what we have done throughout the years without realizing we were doing it is we've always, always shown up for each other. Yeah. And I think that some people take for granted that that needs to happen in order to, to have that solid connection because that's where it comes from right it comes on comes from like having someone you can actually rely on and someone that you know is going to be there and the good and the bad who's either going to bring a te- bring tequila or is gonna, mm. you know what i yeah, mean yeah it's going to bring the tissues it's like you know like it's kind of showing up whereas i think sometimes people expect this kind of best friend or really close friend title yeah without actually turning up and showing up mm, that's so true yeah on that note on that note thanks for our friendship so yeah <laughs> i'm not cutting it off anytime soon well that's handy because i'll be back next week <laughs> good point thanks so much for listening to this episode of loose lip yeah hopefully you've enjoyed it i've really enjoyed kind of unpacking friendships and we'll be unpacking something completely different next week and extra lippy on friday which is basically where we have a little bit of fun so come and come and send us any of your dilemmas at all hopefully we can be that little friendship for you and help you out so it's um at the loose lips podcast at the loose lips podcast sorry or loose lips at create productions oh she did my work for me (laughs) like a true friend (laughs) (laughs) or you can get us on our personal instagrams which is at robin richford and at sophie hl brown and we will see you friday bye bye 